Welcome to Believe with Becky. This is the podcast where we practice the skill of confidence, celebrate individual strengths, and believe in your limitless potential for growth. I'm your host, Becky Smith. Hello there. Welcome to the podcast. It's January 2020, and January is one of my favorite months because, first of all, it's my birthday month, and second of all, it is the month when I think about having a fresh start, a new focus, a new clarity. We hear a lot about goal setting, New Year's resolutions, and I just wanted to talk about how we want this year to go and the focus that we want. In life coaching, we have a tool that we call future focus. And so that's what I want to talk to you about today. There is a song by J.J. Heller. She is a native of Arizona who now lives in Nashville, and I really enjoy her music. She has a song that I play every January as the cool down stretch song in my fitness classes, and it is called This Year, Happy New Year. The lyrics to this song go like this. I won't read all of them, but just the main points. This year, I'm not looking back to who I was. Because I'm going to be someone I've never been. This year, I'm not focused on the cracks in the walls. Not keeping track of all the times I fall. This year. So long to last year. It's all becoming so clear. There's no use living in regret. Train our eyes to find the light and make this year the best one yet. Starting right here, Happy New Year. This year, I can't wait to see what good will come. To feel alive instead of feeling numb. This year, I plan on thinking less of I and me. I resolve to think of us and we. This year. And then the chorus just one more time. So long to last year. It's all becoming so clear. There's no use living in regret. Let's fight the good fight. Train our eyes to find the light. And make this year the best one yet. Starting right here, Happy New Year. Now, I like several lines from this song, but one of the ones that really jumps out to me is the one that says, Train our eyes to find the light. And another one that says, I'm not focused on the cracks in the wall. Not keeping track of all the times I fall. So with that, I would amend that just a little bit. Instead of saying train our eyes to find the light, I would say training our thoughts or our brain to find the light. Because our brains cannot focus or take in all that there is to take in in this world. 
And so our brain does us a favor by concentrating it down and only looking for things that it thinks are relevant and important to us. And where it knows how to look for those things is by our thoughts. So if we can train our thoughts to find the light and not focus on the cracks or the problems, but to train our mind and our thoughts to whatever we want is what's amazing, right, in this year. And I'm not talking about, let's just think happy, positive thoughts all the time. That's not what I'm talking about. I am talking about picking a focus, picking a point of light that we want to keep training is a really good word, training our brain to come back to. And there's a technique that I really like or um, a tool that helps with this. And I've heard it on other podcasts. I didn't make it up or invent it, but it's a really um, fun one, I think. And I want you to think about what yours would be. So pick a one word theme for the year. Just one word and that's going to train your thoughts to look for that word. And let me give you an example. In years, in I think last year, my word was strength. And that applied to a lot of different things, obviously. First of all, I physically wanted to get stronger. My upper body strength is not my greatest strength. (laughs) So I wanted to work on push-ups and planks and things that would help build my upper body strength. I also wanted to work on my emotional and mental strength to be able to feel the emotions I was feeling and know that I was strong enough to do that. Also, the strength to do things like hold my kids accountable for things, the strength to walk into a party with lots of people, the strength to try a new certification or fitness fitness format. It can you can apply it to so many things. So I want you to think about what word you would pick. Some other examples I've heard people pick are someone picked the word bigger, as in the bigger life. What, and whenever they had a choice, they think, would this choice help me have the bigger life? And someone else might pick the word smaller. Maybe they want to physically get smaller. Maybe they want to minimize and get rid of things and get smaller. So what's your one word theme for the year? Mine for 2020 is perseverance. Because I notice a pattern with myself that I tend to give up easily. And a lot of times the giving up happens before I even start. (laughs) And I can think about like pretty much almost every time I've ever been lost, like physically lost in my life, like driving directions, can't get somewhere. 
it always turns out to be that I just didn't go far enough. I was almost there. It was the next exit. It was the next turn. And I just second-guessed myself and turned around and I, I just didn't go far enough. And it's very true to the pattern that I live a lot of times in my normal life is I get I get pretty far, but I just don't invoke that that little the end, the edge, that perseverance on the end. And so that's what I really want to work on this year. Perseverance in doing this podcast, uh, perseverance in my fitness, perseverance in my self-care, perseverance. It can go to everything. Um, I'm also considering making a family word and putting it up on the wall or the blackboard or, or not blackboard. We have a whiteboard in our house. Um, and really coming back to that, and it would probably be the same word because I noticed this in my kids, which of course they probably get it from me. I probably taught that to them, but it's also human nature. But when I when they are looking for something, they'll come to me and be like, Mom, where's this? And I'll be like, Well, it's upstairs in this place or that place. They'll go up, they'll look directly where they think I said. And if it's not there, they come back, I couldn't find it. And they're ready to give up and they're done. And (laughs) sometimes I'll come up with them and it was right next to the thing. Or they just had to move the one thing out of the way. Or they just had to show a little perseverance to keep going even when it doesn't always come easy. And so that's my word for 2020. What is your word? Now, along with this training our minds and focusing our minds for the new year and for what we want to accomplish, I was listening to a podcast the other day, and there was a lady on there who is one of the investors on Shark Tank. And she her last name is Cochran, and she was talking about how she built her billion-dollar real estate business, and she was talking about what advice she would give to other people starting a business or anything that they want to accomplish. And the first thing that she said is that you have to think, you have to have an image in your head of who you want to be. She said for her, she thought of herself with her hair and makeup done. She thought of herself, um, of people just almost worshiping her, but but people respecting her and um, treating her like she had a big business and like she had a lot of money. And she got very detailed about what were the clothes she was wearing, what was the shoes she was wearing, what kind of makeup, what did she look like, what did she sound like when she answered the phone. And then she had that in her mind, and then that is how she answered the phone. Another piece of advice that she had was to think of something that you have to prove to someone else and use that as fuel. I was talking to one of my clients the other day, and she was telling me that she really wanted to prove 
to her family that she could be successful. And it was a driving force for her. And I said, great. She says, I think that's kind of childish. And I said, no, it can be if it's a fuel, if it's fire for you, if it helps you, then use it to your advantage. Another interesting thing that this lady said was to use adversity in your life to your advantage. She had, I'm not sure if it was her husband or if it was just her boyfriend at the time, but he ended up running off with her secretary and um, breaking up the business. And she was just brokenhearted. And she said that that was one of the best things that ever happened to her because it lit the fire underneath her and helped her to reach her goals because she used it to her advantage. Rachel Hollis had some really good advice also. She said that when you're trying to train your brain for this new focus, to to see the light, to see the possibilities of who you could be and who you want to be, write down your goals as if they have already happened. So for me, instead of writing down, I want to speak at live events. I would write, I speak at live events. So whatever it is for you, write it down as if it already happened. Now, this isn't some magic thing like your pen is magic and you write it down and suddenly it comes true. It's again about focusing and training your brain to look for that if your brain is thinking, I speak at live events, your brain is going to look for ways to get you to speak at live events and help you to solve the problem. Rachel Hollis had a really great example of this that I would like to use. She said that as her business was growing, she was having to travel a lot more and she was having to sit and coach. And if you don't travel that mo- much, coach can be fine. It's not a big deal. But when you're traveling a lot, it can be kind of uncomfortable, let's say, and cumbersome. And so she decided that one of her goals was going to be that she fly first class. And so she took her own advice and she wrote down, I only fly first class. And she didn't have money in their budget for them to just pay for her to fly first class. And she was not sure how this was going to happen. But she kept writing it down. And I can't remember if it was weeks or months, but her brain was stewing and thinking and working on this problem. And one day, it just dawned on her. And she read the sentence again, I only fly first class. And she realized that she could put that sentence into the clause of the contract of anyone that she um, spoke at their conference or live event for. And then it was just part of the contract and the people hiring her her would pay for it. And you know what? That's exactly what they did. And the people hiring her didn't even bat an eye at it. They just paid it. And she just 
said that it's crazy that that solution was staring her in the face the whole time, but she just never thought of it. So is there something like that in your life too? And how are you going to know until you sit down and write it out as if it's already happened? And another caution there is your brain's going to try to tell you that you don't know how to do this. Whatever your goal is. Maybe your goal is to lose 20 pounds and your brain will want to tell you, we don't know how to do that. We've tried in the past and we have not been successful. And I want to tell you that you don't have to know how. The answer to how is yes. (laughs) Which, in other words, you just start. You just get going. There's another quote that I don't know who said it, but it states, you don't have to get it right. You just have to get it going. And I've definitely learned that with doing this podcast, that there kind of is no right way. Either. I thought there's this right way. And it's it's going to be a way that evolves into my right way. And of course, I'm going to improve and tweak it and and make it more of my own and get better at it. But the hardest part was just to get going. So whatever your goal is, just get going. Another just tell of caution here is that if you're on that path and you're hitting roadblocks and you're hitting speed bumps and you're having a hard time with that goal, I want you to know that that means that you're on the right path, that you're doing it right. And I was reminded of this this week by my life coach that the self-doubt and the things that have come up for me, like procrastination, which is a huge thing for me, um, that keep coming up and I have to keep battling, those mean I'm on the right track. Those mean I'm making progress. If those are coming up for me, then I'm doing the right thing. All right. So just to recap that, I want you to train your brain to see the light to focus on who you want to be and who you're going to become. Write down your goals as if they've already happened and envision yourself, your future self, exactly how you want to be. Get very specific about it. I'm adding a new segment to the podcast. It's called Becky's Books. And each week I will give a recommendation of a book, Uh, maybe kind of a review and or recommendation. It can be nonfiction, fiction. It can be adult reading. It can be children's reading. Um, It will just be a book that I want to talk about. It could be because I liked it or even because I didn't like it. So My book for this week is nonfiction, and it goes along with my theme for the year, which is perseverance. And the book is called Chasing My Cure, A Doctor's Race to Turn Hope into Action by David Fagenbaum. I probably (laughs) messed up his last name, but this book was pretty much the definition of perseverance. He was a very young doctor who got 
deathly ill, and they could not find out what was wrong with them. It took them a really long time to figure it out, and then once they did, there was kind of no hope. It was like, okay, now we know what you have, but there's no cure, and you're going to die. And instead of giving up and just accepting his fate, he did everything. He ate, slept, and drank his disease to the point of becoming, uh, researching it, doing studies on it, crowdsourcing, getting other doctors involved, um, advocating for it, and just going, going, going to find the cure. And he hesitates to say that he did find a cure because he feels that it could come back at any moment, but he has been in remission for quite a long time, more than anyone with his disease has ever been. And it was pretty awe-inspiring to read this book and to just see his life and how his life led him and shaped him to become a person who could persevere and gave him some of the skills. I wouldn't say gave him, but he earned the skills to learn how to persevere. And it just gave me some hope that if he can do that, then I can too. I can persevere. And it was a quick read and really enjoyable. That's all for today. Please hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode. If you like this podcast, tell a friend about it and take a moment to rate and review me on iTunes. And as always, friends, thank you so much for listening and bye for now.